All right, my man. Uh, here we are. Sorry, people. I screwed it all up. I didn't have Jeff on, uh, so I get to share this. Hold on, Jeff. Uh, Jeff is on right now, but I get to share this everywhere before everyone kills me. Sorry, everyone out there. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. I'll do it all over again. All right, Jeff. Jeff Joy in the house. Let me get you on, Jeff Joy. There he is, Jeff. I'm so sorry, man. Jeff Joy driving home from <laughs> Jeff. Where are you driving home from? Ah, uh, dude. Actually, I fucking I made the trip up to uh, Brazilian Top Team tonight to go train with uh, Rob Robertson, uh, a bunch of his guys, and uh, actually JoJo was there tonight. So we got uh, we got a round in too. Uh, we did a lot of like Noki. Uh, it was uh, open mat format, so it was good. It was good to you know mix it up. Uh, a lot of good, lot of good guys up there. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of you. Nothing against taunting or anything like that, but you're like, you know, there's a fucking that gym has got a bunch of killers in there. Well, uh, speaking you know, so. speaking of Mr. Robinson, that was the dude that you were in a uh, in that Enigma competition with, correct? Yeah, man, you fucking threw the rear naked choke on me real quick, bro. You got me good. Yeah, but what you talked about uh, after that was uh, you made a post, but he kind of got he got everyone good that night, that day. Oh, he choked everybody out. Yeah, he was on fire, bro. <laughs> so and uh, I'm pretty sure. Actually, no, I'm de I'm I'm definitely sure uh, he he took third in the world at uh, purple belt in the gi, and then. Right after that, I believe he got his brown belt. Um, so he's, you know, he's very, he's got some very slick jiu-jitsu. Excellent, my man. Well, you know, how did that, uh, not partnership, but how'd you get, uh, you know, in touch with him to train? Were you talking to him at the event? And you say, hey, dude, I gotta, I gotta roll with you, uh, you know, off to the side. Yeah, so uh, I talked to him um, after the event, like you just said, and I talked to his coach, and uh, I was just like, hey, man, I'd like, you know, and you know, when you get to a certain level, you do a lot of cross-training anyway. So I just kind of, you know, I asked if it was cool. I was like, hey, man, can I come up there one day and just, you know, roll with some of the guys up there? And, uh, you know, his, his, um, his coach was real cool, and uh, he said, you know, anytime you want to come up, you know, we got a lot of guys that come through. Um, JoJo goes there a lot. Uh, you got Jack Stapleton. He goes there a lot. So I'm trying to I'm trying to fit that in the uh, schedule, you know, um, go up there at least once a week. Well, you have another tournament coming, and some of these guys are going to be in that tournament also. But you're not in the tournament. You're doing a super fight, correct? Or you're do are you doing it? Are you in the tournament? Uh, I'm just I'm just doing a super fight. So you you're not going to be grappling against these guys. So that's cool that you can get some training with in, in with them and stuff like that. So, uh, dude. You got a big, you know, you got a big uh, combat jiu-jitsu fight coming, man. It's not exactly MMA and what you want right at this moment, but it's kind of fun and something different and something we haven't really had in New England much of. Let's talk about it and how uh, it came about, how you got the opportunity and how they came up to you and uh, said, hey, Jeff, you want to slap people around while while you're grappling? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh that's going to be a relatively new thing. I don't know. I can't speak for any other parts of the country, but I know, you know, in New England, I don't think. I, have you heard of 
that happening? Has there been any combat jiu-jitsu matches? I think there was one, but it wasn't a sanctioned one. It was like in the it, kind of a Eric Bofi. You know, he has, he has them smoker shows. I think he had something like that. Um, but it wasn't very successful, you know what I mean? It, you know, it was kind of like put together kind of, kind of, you know, how them low-level low uh, smokers are made sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, so, I mean, definitely a big shout-out to uh, Enigma Jiu-Jitsu, you know, that academy up in, uh, I believe it's Londonderry, New Hampshire. Yeah. Uh, young kid, I, I love seeing that. I, I love seeing the young kids get after it. Christoph, he can't be, I, I think he's like 19 or 20, and he yeah. opened that gym, and I know that kid's got, you know, slick fucking jiu-jitsu, um, so I thought it was really cool that he put on tournaments, like, you know, invitational only with money, you know, because it's cool to roll for a medal and stuff like that, but, you know, there's not much money in any of this shit, you know, unless you're, like, top in the world, you know how that goes, so I think it's real cool that he switched up the format a little bit, and then, uh, when I was up there a little bit after, he uh, he had pitched the idea to me, and then uh, he ended up reaching out to me um, on a text message and asked me if I wanted to uh, compete against uh, Anthony Bosco. So that's kind of how that, that came about. Well, I'm going to put uh, your poster up here, the poster of the... Uh... Of the the ad like they put up because they do really cool stuff uh, when they you know pay per pay per view and uh, new Northeast Combat do a lot of good stuff for them so it's gonna be streamed I'm not sure it's gonna be streamed live but you can watch it the next day I guess the whole event uh, on their streaming network but uh, what you thinking about Anthony Anthony just came off an MMA fight uh, um, when last weekend. Yeah, man, I watched that fight. That was super close. You know how the uh, the hometown crowd goes, you know. Um, not, you know, not hometown crowd, but he got, kind of got a... I feel, I feel that fight could have went either way, you know. I, I, that was very close. I would have hated them to judge on that one. Um, but I, I think he's, uh, you know, he's a hell of a kid, tough kid. Um, you know, kind of down for whatever. Doesn't really give a fuck, you know, who, yeah. who it is. So he's down to fight whoever. I, I respect that. Um so I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, competing with them. And, you know, it's like, in, in terms of MMA-wise, obviously there's a certain mindset, you know, when you're going into a fight, you're not going to be buddy-buddy with somebody. And, you know, you're going to, you know, I never really talk shit. That's not my thing. Uh, so I'll, I'm definitely respectful whenever I go into an MMA match. But jiu-jitsu and even combat jiu-jitsu, it's a little bit looser. So, you know, you yeah. kind of have fun with it. It's yeah. not like, you know, I'm a fucking kill you. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm but wait a minute, wait a minute, Jeff. There's a lot of you MMA guys there that are going to be in this comp, uh, you know, this jiu-jitsu, combat jiu-jitsu that haven't fought in a little while. Uh, you know, there might be, uh, how big is the ref going to be in there? You're going to have, uh, you know, Big big Dan in there? You never know what's going on. Well, I know what you mean, though, but. Yeah, yeah, he might slap the shit out of the eye. He might be like, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> so, Jeff, Jeff, how 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 do you prepare for something like this? I mean, you know, how do you prepare for combat jujitsu? Uh, you know, what what entails and what's legal, what's not legal? Like, do you know exactly what's going on, or, or will the rules like they'll tell you the rules when you get there? Oh, so uh, yeah, I made a point to uh, reach out to Christos, and yeah, he kind of gave me the rundown. He was like, pretty much the rule set is you're going to start standing. 
Um, there's no slaps while you are standing, but as soon as uh, you hit the canvas, um, you're, you know, you're, you're free to, you know, drop bombs, as he said. Um, so I know, you know, the, the pretty much the only rule is is you can't start out um, stand up slapping. So you got to work for the takedown. As soon as your opponent's down, that's when you can start uh, engaging in the slaps. Excellent. Uh, John Duma going to be going against Johnny Campbell in there. Uh, a couple of other guys in there, man. This is a big to do, man. I don't know if that gym's going to be able to uh, hold the, uh, the people that are going to want to watch this stuff. Dude, honestly, I'm expecting big shit out of them. That's like, he's really getting after it as far as, uh, you know, trying to do a new trend-setting thing. And, uh, you know, I'm all for it. So, you know, I told him I'm, I'm down. It, unless I have a short-notice MMA fight and have to pull out, but I'm anytime he wants me to go compete up there, I'm definitely, I'm definitely for it because he has some good kids come through and compete, you know, and that's what it's all about. So, uh, as far as, uh, with your other training, I saw you on, uh, getting some boxing rounds and stuff. How are you getting your stand up? By, uh, where are you training out of? Where are you getting some rounds in and where are you traveling to get that other side of the work? So, uh, stand up, I'm kind of out of a couple different places, really. Uh, I still work with my boxing coach, Josh, um, Josh Belanger. He, uh, it, for people that don't really know his background, he was, uh, you know, a very good athlete coming up, and he got a scholarship to UMass Amherst uh, on a football scholarship. But before that, he was an amateur boxer, you know, when he was little, um, with people like Rocky Gonzalez, he knew Sean Fitzgerald, you know, all those guys. So that, that's where his roots are out of, Worcester. Um, so I go up in... Uh, the last time I was up near Worcester, I sparred with Jermaine Ortiz for about... I want to say we got like five, six rounds in before he went on that Mike Tyson card. Um, so I, I really appreciate, you know, you know that uh, invitation and, and going to work with those guys. And um, so I work with him. And then I'm, I also am at a gym called uh, Body Work Boxing. It, it was called Boxing Strong, uh, but he had to change the name. And that's down in uh, Cedarville, and it's owned by uh, Jonathan Schick. Um, who was an amateur boxer, and his son is an uh, amateur boxer as well. He won the Golden Gloves in the 2018, I think. So he holds pads for me and extends his doors, and I, I really appreciate that because a lot of these guys, you know, they don't charge anything. Yeah. You know these days it's all about the money, and you, you know how that shit goes. And then uh, last but not least, of course, I'm still with Gresh. Yeah. So I go yeah. I go over to his house and work stand-up too, and... Um, he has me spar sweet bread um, as much as he can. I think I sparred him a couple times uh, this month, but uh, I know he just left to go uh, corner Fabio. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's uh, like a Saturday format. If Dennis can come down, I spar with him. Um, I have my other sparring partners. Uh, working with this kid, um, uh, Sergey. I, for I forget how you pronounce his last name. This kid's came over from Russia. He's lived right near the Ural Mountains, and uh, he's a very good purple belt. We've been working a lot with him, um, and he's expected to make his amateur debut soon, so I, I get a lot of work in with him. And then uh, there's a kid uh, called uh, named Nick Lopes, and uh, he's amateur uh, uh, Muay Thai guy. 
so I get a lot of rounds with him, and he holds pads for me. So there's a lot of mixtures of uh, a lot of different people I work with. Excellent, man. Well, you're getting uh, all that work, and uh, not that you weren't well, well-rounded well before, but you're shopping that sword. Dude, your last fight was a Muay Thai amateur fight uh, at uh, Cage Titans at uh, uh, the combat night there, man. That was your last fight. What was what was that? Was that like a January or something like that of 2020? Yeah, that was uh, January 25th, 2020, and uh, I really wanted to do an, uh, another MMA fight. Uh, whether if it was like go up and wait and, and do another title or, you know, maybe call somebody out from the U.S. Northeast. We were looking at like this kid, Matt Hicks, who was ranked number one, just, you know, trying to get, you know, trying to always, always fight progressively better people. You know, I, I come off that uh, Cam Arnold fight, but in the first round, I separated my shoulder and tore my labrum uh, right at the end of the round. Um, I did a snap down uh, guillotine and he double legged me and I landed right on my shoulder. So that ended up getting torn and separated. Um, so we opted out not to have surgery and I tried to come back too fast. So my whole team was like, yeah, if you want to fight, you're going to do a, a, a Muay Thai fight. You're not going to do any wrestling or uh, grappling. So that's how that came about. Excellent, man. Well, you were uh, one of the last ones in New England to get some work in there, man. Uh, you know, Cage Titans, you are going to definitely be back for them, like you said. Uh, you know, defended. Uh, not, no, you weren't. You were actually giving up your title, correct? Uh, or did you give that up before the April show and uh, Cam and um, Cam was going to fight for that? Yeah, so uh, I fought Cam and then we all sat down and. Uh, you know, I had I was I had turned 29 after that fight, so uh, I got into the shit late. I mean, I've only really been training MMA for about three years now. Um, so I know Greg Rebello sat me down and uh, Gresh, and they were like, you know, if you really want to do this, it's time to go pro because you know, what's your next move? You're gonna become number one in in the U.S. Northeast. Uh, I think at that time I was ranked number one in New England. So they just kind of weighed the pros and cons. Um, and they said you should step back, you know, um, and uh, turn pro. So uh, Arthur is, uh, you know, he's not like a really good buddy, but he's a buddy of mine, and, uh, you know, I respect him, and I don't believe on sitting on a title that I wasn't going to defend again. Yeah. So, you know, I, I reached out to Mike and said, hey, man, if you want another banger of a fight, this this will probably be a good fight, and I'm willing to uh, – to, um, What's that called? Vacate? Yeah, vacate it. Yeah, sounds, that's it. (laughs) I mean, that shit, that shit was real important to me because, uh, you know, I had had a conversation with my late brother uh, right before he died about that. And uh, that was always a goal of mine is is to go get that. So, you know, that title's sitting down in Gresh's basement and that's where it's going to stay. That's a very uh, sentimental thing to me. So, but after, after that was done, it was, um, you know, it's just kind of another mountain to climb. You know? Yeah, definitely. Well, you got another mountain to climb that you're trying to climb or you're trying to get a fight to climb, man. Uh you want to make your pro debut this year. Um what's uh you know, what's going on? I are, are you uh is you know, you're under uh uh full contact management. Is there any talks? Is there any uh is there any talks between promotions? Is there is is anything going on with that or is there a timeline with you? I had, uh, actually, before I signed with Full Contact, I had a fight opportunity out in uh, Philadelphia. Um, Nothing was, like, set in stone, 
but I, I talked to the promoter uh, out there, and uh, she was like, you know, this is possibly coming up. So I, I went down to Florida to train uh, in the middle of 2020 uh, last year, um, and I actually caught COVID at, uh, mm. at one of the gyms down there. I was training at American Top Team, not the Coconut Creek one, but the one in West Palm Beach. And then I was doing some boxing down there as well. So I was getting ready for a fight, and then that kind of all fell through. So then I had to bounce back from COVID, um, started training again. And then I got an offer from Bellator uh, to fight this kid, Jalen Bates, who at the time was number one amateur in the country. And um, I know Bellator signed him to a three-fight deal. So I know Bellator went to all the regional number one kids and, and offered them that fight. Um, you know, I, I wanted to take it as a competitor. Uh, it, it wasn't the smartest thing for yeah. me. And, uh, you, you know, my coaches sat me down and said, you know, we don't want to take that fight as of now. They're like, we want to get you used to being pro and, and give you some certain fights before you start fighting kids like that. Exactly. Um, and, and Jeff, you know, you got to get used to throwing them elbows and being able to do that, you know, that extra, you know, them use that extra tools that you haven't been able to, you know what I mean? One or two fights in there, man, you're ready for that, you know? Yeah, so for sure. So that's how that all um, things happened. And then right at the end of 2020, uh, I was in contact with um, full contact management. And ended up signing with them. I know they're a relatively new company, but I, you know, I believe in them, and I, I you know, I'm hoping for big things with, with me, obviously, and just everybody on that roster. Um, I know it's an extremely tough time yeah. for fights because just of the whole situation going on in the country. Um, as of right now, I'm in loose talks with uh, CFFC about possibly an April card. Okay. But they fill up. They fill up so fast. And yeah. then I'm also talking to a promotion down in um, uh, Florida. Um, but everything is kind of loose talks at this point, just like, just like, hey, uh, you know, I'm interested, and, and we're just kind of keeping in contact. They haven't given me names or, you know, yeah. anything like that. Excellent, man. Well, your, your, your name's out there. Uh, it's being tossed around, so that's a big start right there. And... Um, Man, a lot of things are going on in Florida as far as fighters heading down there and, and getting some work. You know, Richie heading down there and uh, fighting for uh, Fury and uh, awesome, man. Well, Jeff, um, we got another dude coming on that is signed under full contact management. He made his pro debut for CFFC. Um, so tune in if you can. He'll tell you about uh, his uh, experience with them and, it, you know, it make you even want to fight for them more because I hear they tra treated them real well and it's a, it's a very good promotion that's on uh, Fight Pass. So, man, uh, last thing, Jeff, shout-outs, uh, social media, and la last words before I let you go. Yeah, man, I definitely want to shout-out, you know, all the people that, you know, helped me out. I got, I'm very fortunate to have a lot of people that take out their time uh, you know, to help me just out of the love of it and, uh, you know, the relationships I've built with certain people. So, uh, you know, definitely CrossFit 1620. They've been a sponsor of mine, um, I believe, right after the Will Alfano fight. They sponsored me, so they let me work out there free, and, um, you know, they, they helped me out behind the scenes and shit like that. Um, there's a recovery specialist out of there. Um, her name's Jillian, and uh, if anybody wants to check her out, uh, I think her tag is the training room on Instagram. Um, 
So I, I do, especially after uh, getting injured in that camp fight, my shoulder's a little fucked up, and, and she does a lot of um, um, cupping, scraping, um, like wet. I believe it's Western medicine they call it, right? The alternative healing type shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, she's I'm, a witch. She's a witch doctor, Jeff. Just say she's a witch. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, she's cool as fuck though. She does. She she's helped me out a lot. I know there was certain exercises I couldn't do, and I'm starting to be able to do like, you know, man ups again, yeah. overhead squats, shit like that. Um, definitely shout out to um, bodywork boxing. Um, which I always call him boxing strong, but you know, I, I don't want to get the names mixed up. You know, John Chick over and uh. Cedarville, who, who takes his time, um, you know, my team, Josh Belanger, um, you know, Michael Gresh, local Lobo, you know, and, and just all the training partners, really, Junico, still sponsored by them, still work out of there, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to get to it, we'll see what happens. Excellent, my man, well, Pleasure talking to you, Jeff. Always catching up. I did, you know, catch up with you at the Enigma tournament. We'll be there again. Uh, Lars and Travis will be there with me this time, uh, and we'll be like, uh, we'll be like shadows on you guys. Uh, we're gonna really promote it big, uh, all the fights, all the tournaments, and uh, you know, it's gonna be a special day for uh, New England and uh, the the jiu-jitsu community. So, Jeff. Uh, Thanks again, man, for coming on, dude. And uh, anyone you want to tag, just throw them on the feed here, and uh, pe people can check them out. Okay. Yeah, definitely, man. And uh, last but not least, definitely shout out to Full Contact Management. I appreciate everything they're doing behind the scenes. So Awesome, my man. Uh, Jeff, you have a good night, man, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, bud. I'll talk to you. All right, later. Later. All right. There's my man, Jeff Joy. Uh, I'm going to be calling Jonathan Piazma in one sec. Hopefully, uh, uh, it works. You know what I mean? Hopefully this works. Uh, Jonathan, where is Jonathan? Uh, let me get his stuff up right now. So awesome interview with Jeff. Jeff's going to be making his pro debut. Definitely, uh, he talked about April, hopefully getting on CFFC then. And like he said, the cards fill up. Fill up. They have two, two cards in March. I forgot the dates on them, but they're back-to-back -back Thursday and Friday. I think the Thursday card is already full, and Friday is probably three-quarters full. So they're hot and heavy. Fighters in the, the country are trying to get on these cards, and, um, you know, they're big cards. So uh, let me get John's uh, text and profile picture. Let me get him up there, and uh, let me tell him he can call me right now. Call me, call me, call me now. And Jonathan, uh, let me tell him, call me, call me now, Jonathan, I'm going to, John, it's John Piersma. His formal name is Jonathan Piersma, but we're going to call him John Piersma. So I just let him know uh, to call me right now. So John is coming off a win at CFFC, his pro debut, um, uh, welterweight pro debut, where he came away with a first round uh, guillotine. I think it was a uh, mounted guillotine finish. Uh, basically popped the dude's head off. Uh, that that was a. Oh, Jonathan is. Hold on. Oh, wait a minute. I gotta accept John. Where is he? John. Hello. Jonathan. Oh, I think I called you just on uh, audio. All right, call. All right, call me right back. 
All right, he called me on audio, now the video. Which would have worked also because his picture's up here and uh, he does look fabulous. So this dude's 170. He's a big 170 pounder. Uh, let me get uh, the feed. He's probably fixing his camera right now or his phone. Oh, there he is. What happened? Jonathan is calling me. All right, so let me get that out. Except, uh, let me see. There's John. What's up, my man? What's up? Hey, man. Uh, do, yeah, you're driving. Everyone's driving. Are you driving or someone driving you? Uh, well, I'm actually, I'm just in my car. I'm oh, not driving, yeah. Awesome, man. All right, let me get you on here uh, so people can see you there. There's John Pears, my man. Dude, thanks so much for calling. Um, I know you just got out of practice and all that. Uh, how's everything going? Uh, pretty good, I think. <laughs> what do you mean you think? Like, is it going uh, good? <laughs> Yeah, it'd be better if I could get a fight. Uh, are you, all right, are you like I know you got some jujitsu stuff coming, and we'll talk about that. But how, uh, how, you know, are you looking for a fight? What's what's going on? Is there talks there? Is there names being thrown at you, or is just not a card available right now? Uh, well, so I was hoping originally uh, to be on the CFFC cards that are March 11th and 12th. Yeah. Um. But I guess they didn't have any slots. They already had it filled up. Um, so I'm kind of waiting. I'm hoping they're doing a card April 1st and 2nd. And I guess they're going to try to get me on that. So I'm hoping they get me a fight. So they have been in talks. And that they want to have you back definitely after after your pro debut. Uh, yeah, from my understanding, yeah. They're, uh, um, it sounds like I was talking to Lars. And he said he was talking to the matchmaker. And he said that he would... Um, Try to get me on, hopefully. Excellent, man. Well, great show in there, bro. It was a early Christmas present for your family and friends and you. Uh, yeah. December eighteenth, I do believe uh, you fought, and um, you fought. Yeah, an- like yeah you fought another uh, individual, uh, Tyler Bunting. Was that his name? Uh, yeah. Uh, making his pro debut also, and it was a rescheduling because he had a pullout in uh, November, and they had to reschedule yeah. the fight. So, uh, and it was. Over a year since you fought, so you've been used to uh, kind of fights being pulled out. So, what was your thought on that when uh, it got pulled out in uh, November? Were you sure you're going to get another shot in uh, December, or were you kind of like your fingers are crossing, like here we go again? Uh, well, I mean, I just I kind of wasn't surprised from the year we've been having, or everyone's been having, kind of. Um, but uh, they said right the day he had the pullout, they said they were going to hopefully reschedule for December, but. Um, I didn't have my hope. I didn't have my hopes up that high because you never know with that kind of stuff. But um, luckily, it ended up getting rescheduled, and I was able to get one in last year. Excellent, my man. Well, John, I do have your fight video here. I'm gonna play it, and hopefully, I don't get shut down <laughs> when I play it. <laughs> but let's talk about it um, because it was your pro debut on Fight Pass. Uh, you know, you had CM Punk calling your fight. I think John Morgan is also part of that. Is is he also on that, or is he on LFA? Where's John Morgan? I think he's with CFFC. Uh, I think so. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, the guy with the the guy with the head the size of a watermelon. Yeah, yeah, he he does it with CFFC. Yeah, big blue eyes, watermelon head with big blue eyes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, John. I mean, you're one of my heroes, but it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think yeah he does it too. All right, so John, I got your fight here, and if the if the feed gets knocked off here, I got it recorded, and we're gonna throw it on YouTube tomorrow, so uh, you won't miss anything. We'll be releasing it. So John, let's talk about the fight. Uh, I got your little walkout and stuff, but let's talk about how you felt in there. And uh, man, it was pretty quick. 
and uh, let's talk about it. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it went pretty much as good as I could have hoped, I guess. Um, I mean, it was a little bit, I think the biggest thing was uh, no crowd was a little bit, a little bit weird. Um, not necessarily in a bad way. I was kind of very relaxed. There was no crowd. It was kind of like, I don't know, kind of in the gym, just out there, quiet. I don't know. It was, it was, it was different, but, um, yeah, it was good. I was nice and relaxed. I wasn't too amped up. Um, you know, I felt confident going in. Um, you know, the, the game plan was take him down and, um, I felt confident that's where I had the advantage. Um, you know, as soon as I shot in on that double, um, got him down, you know, I could just feel that I had a big advantage in that area. Um, even if I didn't finish that guillotine, I, I felt really confident that it was going to be a long night for him. Well, yeah, that was going to be my next question because when, um, you know, the commentators were talking, they were talking about how fresh it is in the fight and how much an advantage that is when you're trying to get in that choke uh, that there's no sweat and there's no slippery, but you were um you were you were moving it and you were working it and working it. What were you feeling from him that uh, while you were working that were you feeling him fade? Because you were really putting the pressure on this kid. And they were talking about uh, the commentators were talking about maybe you burning your your arms out. You were still in a great position, but what were you feeling at that point? Uh, well, as soon as I took him down, I, I passed guard pretty easily. Um, you know that that guillotine from. You know, well, Mount, where I finished it, um, but the guillotine in general is my, probably my favorite submission. Um, I do that all the time. So as soon as I got it from side control, um, I kind of grabbed it. And a lot of time I just kind of use it, not necessarily to finish it, but just kind of see what they're going to do. Um, to go to Mount, go to other places. Um, but as soon as I stepped over to Mount with it, um, it started getting tighter, and I could feel them start to kind of, you know, panic a little bit. Um, so I knew it was, it was as soon as I was able to adjust and get my other arm in there, and really hip into it, I knew uh, he was in trouble, and I could feel him start to really um, panic, and I knew that I probably had it. Um, so I just kind of really put the pressure off for the last 15, 20 seconds and uh, got the tap. Now, with no crowd there, was your, could you hit, were your coaches coaching you in that, or they, they, knew, you, they knew you were locked in? There, there was no, they knew you were going to have that. Uh, but I, I could hear the other coaches though telling him to relax and move his hip, keep his hips moving. But man, now he was caught in a, a fishnet fish trap. And man, with your arms, I mean, you're a heavy welterweight. When uh, you know you get in there, man, that's just no fun. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I rarely hear my coaches. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm just so zoned in on the fight. I, I rarely hear them, so I, I didn't really even hear them during the fight at all. Um, but as soon as, I, as soon as I got that guillotine, I I, I kind of knew that I had a good chance to finish it. Um, and in my head, I was thinking, even if I wasn't going to finish the guillotine, um, once I got to mount, yeah. my next thing was I was just going to let it go. I was going to posture up and just put elbows on it. Throw them elbows that you haven't got a chance to but use yet. I'm, <laughs> oh. I'm just ready to you know, let those elbows fly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can just imagine. I mean, I mean, he was... Halfway, you know, he would have been in trouble. He was, oh my God, it, that would have been bad. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been, that would have been good. That yeah, been. he would have been like almost half out, and you would have been just like landing them things. That would have been bad. Uh, so, dude, you got uh, interview after and all that other stuff, man. That usually doesn't happen like right from the first. Uh, were you the first fight of the night? Uh, 
second. Second fight. So, so how yeah, was that? Did did you did you know you were gonna get interviewed? CM Punk grabs you off to the side. He starts talking to you. But before, well, right after the fight, uh, right after you got up after the win, you were throwing some f bombs out there that they really appreciated. They loved that you were that pumped up. Yeah, I was, I was hyped up. <laughs> It's been a while, man. It's been a while. So uh, how was it to just get interviewed, man? Because that's something that doesn't, you know, happen every day on your pro debut. Uh, yeah, it was cool. I, I knew before because they told us in the back that, you know, after if you win right after you got a cage, come over and get your interview. So um, I knew I'd get an interview if I won type thing. Um, but, yeah, it was cool. You know, talk to CM Punk. I think, like, my friends and family were more excited about it than me. I had everyone like, oh, my God, it's cool. You're talking to CM Punk. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was cool, but you know, I was just, I was just more so hyped up from the win. Still, I wasn't really, you know, focused in on the fact that I was talking to CM Punk. Definitely, but, but yeah, it was cool. It's just kind of something cool, you know. First, first pro win, guy to rebuff CM Punk, and yeah, it was cool. Everyone, everyone was joking around saying I should have called him out. <laughs> That would have been awesome, man. Well, you know, it's it's it, it's pretty funny because I go I go on your Instagram, I go on your Facebook, and I'll get pictures for the show and stuff. And when I went there, there was like multiple and multiple posts of like CM Punk interviewing you. So yeah, yeah and, and you were tagged in it about a thousand times, man. You probably still haven't got through all your feeds since then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got a lot of I got a lot of them. <laughs> well, my man, you're staying busy with um with some jujitsu. That fight was in January. I, I do I do believe did you did you um enter a tournament recently? Uh not too long ago? Uh, uh so I did a tournament in I think it was like second week of January I did one. Yeah. Um that was actually the same the same kind of tournament I'm doing this time. Uh same guys running it. Um he, um, yeah, it's like a 16, a 16 man, a 16 man bracket. Uh, anyone can enter any belt, anything, um, hundred dollar buy-in and, you know, winner takes a thousand homes, I think. So nice. Uh, are you the only dude from your, uh, from your gyms that you, you, you train with that are going in it? I would imagine you don't, you don't, uh, you don't fight training partners, do you? Or... No, well, I, I have, I haven't competed against training partner, but I have a training partner actually in it too, that, um, he was in the last one too. He, he can piece a lot. He, he he's just more. He, that's all he does is the jujitsu, and he can piece a lot. He's really good, but he, he's in it too. Excellent. This is a a gi gi jujitsu or no gi? Uh, no gi. So we just had uh, Jeff Joy on, who's looking to make his pro debut. He's getting in. Um, and I think I spoke to you when we were getting ready to. We're talking about setting up the interview that we got some combat jujitsu and some jujitsu going on down here. Um. Are you into combat? Would you do combat jiu-jitsu? Is that something that uh, that interests you? Is that something that you, you've seen that you might want to slap yeah. people around while you're trying to put that joke in? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen it before. It looks pretty cool. I mean, I've never, I've never really had to seen like where I would be able to get the opportunity to do it. But I mean, if there was an opportunity and I got offered, I mean, yeah, sure, I could be cool. Yeah. Well, dude, keep your calendars open because we. <laughs> We yeah, uh, no. yeah, these tournaments down here, uh, Enigma, the, the the dudes just uh, opened up a, a gym in I think in January or something, and it's uh it's all no gi. It focuses all on no gi. They've been having some uh, tournaments, and now they just uh they got some uh um some combat jujitsu jiu super fights happening. So maybe we can uh we can throw you one in one of those down the line. You know, we we got to get you in the MMA cage first, but you know yeah, what I mean. No. We'd like to see you slap some people around while you're choking them out. Yeah, that'd, that'd be cool. I would definitely do it, yeah. So, um, 
what weight is this tournament? At? Is it? Is it? What's the weight gap actually? Is it just? So, so this this so the one I'm doing this weekend, um, it's 195 pounds and under bracket, um, but so that's the one I'm signed up for right now. It's 195 pounds and under, um, but I was actually just talking to the promoter today. Um, they're also doing the same night a 195 pounds and over so open weight tournament. Um, and he sent a message out to the group that with the guys in my tournament saying, Hey, you know, I have a couple slots open if everyone's interested. So I told him I would, I think I'm going to jump in, uh, do both brackets for, you know, why not? Excellent, my man. So you're going to be busy, man. You might have some extra cash in your pocket and, yeah. uh, all that other stuff, man. So anything else going on you want to talk about before I, uh, you know, let you hit the road and, uh, you know, get home and, and start driving. I, what are you in a rest stop right now? Or are you like in a Cumberland Files uh, parking lot? No, I'm just in the parking lot wrestling my gym. Be great if a cop pulled up and go, "Hey, brother, what are you doing over here?" We, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, any but, uh, anything else you want to talk about before I, you know, let you go? The one thing I want to say, John, is uh, your dad's a huge supporter of you. I think that's who it is. Yeah, he he messages me every so often on Messenger, and when I say you're going to be on the show. Uh, he goes nuts. Uh, we had a little conversation uh, back and forth today, man. He's your biggest fan. Uh, he wishes he could take, he could be in the place of you. He wants to get in the cage too. He told me, uh, or or he wishes he could have gotten in the cage. Yeah, he would have. Yeah, he always he talks about that. He would have. He would have liked to be able to do this. But I mean, obviously, when he was my age, it just wasn't even really a thing. You know, there almost 25, 30 years ago. I mean, there wasn't really. Maybe that was like the time of the very first UFC started. So it wasn't really a thing. Excellent. Well, I know you came from a football background and you got into the MMA uh, and jiu-jitsu uh, a little later in, in your in your life. Was he like, was he like, when you said you were going to start MMA and stuff like that, was that something that he was like really excited about or was that something new that he learned about when you jumped into it? Uh, yeah, he was always supportive and, and um, excited about it. I mean, he, uh, he always wanted me to try to go beyond and play football farther up, but um, I mean that wasn't very realistic for me. Um, so when I started training, I really got into it, and I was like, okay, I got a real chance to be a you know professional athlete doing this. You know, yeah, yeah, it would have been great to go to the NFL or something like that, but you know, it wasn't really in the cards for me. So yeah, so once I started this, he, you know, he was he, you know supportive of it, and you know, obviously now he's a huge, huge supporter of it. So yeah. Excellent, my man. Well, uh, before I let you give your shout-outs and stuff like that, uh, I think Travis Alage just put that. Uh, I, CFF, CFFC has the back-to-back cards. I think he just said that the second night is canceled. So, really? yeah. Oh, wait, uh, March or April? I think the March, the March one. So, the, I think uh, oh. the, 12th, the 12th is canceled. I, that's not confirmed. He, he, I, he said that on my thing. Which means, uh, look at that card. See who's at 170 and try to like butt someone out and say, "I'll fight you in April." We gotta start calling. Yeah. We gotta start calling people out, uh, John. You know what I mean? We're gonna. Ma- I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make some memes. I got award award winning memes out there. I'm gonna make some memes. <laughs> I know. I got. I gotta get something. I wanna, you know, stay busy. I can't, you know. Sit out for another six or seven months, just trying to find a fight. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm sure Laz is going to get you one sooner than later. And you know, winning this or doing really good in this uh, jiu-jitsu competition, uh, we'll be able to throw your name out there. Like this guy's choking people out everywhere and all that good stuff, man. So, uh, last thing, John, throw out uh, social media, friends, uh, anything you want to say, uh, sponsors, throw it out. Now's your chance. Uh, yeah, just you know, 
appreciate everyone who supports me, uh, training partners, friends, family. Um, I actually just got two new sponsors, um, my first sponsors ever. I've never really done the sponsor thing, but um, Bellfield Realty, um, they recently just reached out. Uh, they, they sponsored me for my next fight, you know, so that was awesome. Um, big, big thanks to them. Um, they're from my hometown, not uh, Waterville, New York. Um, and also, just recently, uh, a guy named Mike Young, he runs uh, Young Chiropractory. Um, he's hooking me up with uh, free adjustments and free sessions. So he's another one that's uh, hooking me up and sponsoring me for, you know, my next fight. So, yeah, that's cool. Excellent, my man. Well, you got a witch doctor and a chiropractor, man. You're all, you're all, yeah. man, man. <laughs> yeah, most of <laughs> Uh, last thing, man, uh, social media, I think you just, it's Jonathan Piersma kind of everywhere, but, uh, throw it out there. We got to get you on Instagram, get that moving. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, it's just that Jonathan. I got it. I got it up there anyway. I'm just teasing you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, John, man, it's a pleasure. You, uh, you know, good luck in that tournament this weekend. Uh, bring it home, get that money. And, uh, dude, you know, I can't wait to announce something for you. I, I you know, I want to see you fight. I want you back in that cage. You know, it, it looks like uh, CFFC in April. Uh, we'll start calling out 171, you know, welterweights and, and get you something going. Oh, give me something. I'm ready to go. All right, my man. Well, John, a pleasure all the, you know, for you calling in. And we'll talk again real soon when something comes up, all right? All right, cool. Sounds good. All right, man. You have a good night. Drive safe. All right, Thank you. All right later. Yep. Well, there you go. Jonathan, John Piesma. I'm so sorry. I keep saying that. So, um, that's cool, man. So, John is fighting this. Let me throw his poster out there one more time just in case. Uh, sorry. <coughs> Where is it? Oh, I didn't even put up uh, the. Uh, I had pictures of him with his camp and stuff like that. Uh, but, uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, there it is. All right. So one last thing. Let me put John's uh, tournament picture up there. John's always a fun interview. I've interviewed him three times. Uh, basically just met him when he was going to fight for CFFC. Um, very, really, really good, good dude. 170 pound killer. This guy is a killer. Uh, he took out that kid real quick. Kid was 6-0, Tyler Bunting. Uh, kid was really good. Uh, but... John was so much better. So uh, last thing before we get going, uh, I'm going to throw this up one more time because Friday night, Richie Santiago fights at Titan FC. He flew down. He got there today. He's fighting this gentleman, Montez, who is 6-0. and Young guy. Not that Ricky isn't young. I think Ricky's 28. This kid's 26. I don't think this kid has fought in a couple of years. I know he tried to get fights. Uh, but they fell through. We also have Fabio Charant. He is fighting this Friday night at LFA. That is huge. Fabio will be fighting for the light heavyweight title there against this gentleman, Dennis. I don't know if it's an open title, a vacant title, or this this dude, Dennis, is defending it. But it is Friday night, and Richard's fight is Friday night. They're both on Fight Pass, so don't know if they're going to be showing at the same time. It's highly unlikely that they'll be uh, these these two fights will be on at the same time. Uh, so we'll be able to go back and forth watching these. So check them out. Richie Santiago, Fabio Charant. Today, 
Travis Lazat put out an article on Richie's fight. Tomorrow he is putting one out on Fabio Charant's fight. I do have a, a interview out with Richie uh, that I did last week. If you want to check that out, that is all over our uh, social media feeds. I also did a uh, an interview with um, uh, with uh, Damon Blackshear, who I think is the main event at uh, Titan FC. He is fighting their guy, uh, dude that's coming off a contender win. Uh, I forgot his name. What's his name? Last thing before I go. Uh, uh, Danny Sabatello, 9-1. So, uh, Damon Blackshear, who has beat a couple of our New England guys. Uh, oh, one of our... Oh, two of them. He, he beat Mike Kimball at Bellator 249 uh, back in October with a rear naked choke first round. And he beat Cody Norby with a rear naked choke at CES. He fought Chris Motino, lost the decision there. That was a, a huge, huge stand-up battle. Uh, Chris came out on top of that. So, Damon, I do have an interview out with him. It's really, really good. The dude is a really, really good guy. So, we've started interviewing fighters from out of New England. Uh, we're trying to get them, uh, get play all over. We're trying to get out there and get our names everywhere, which means your names get everywhere because if people follow us, they follow you. So, with that said, join New England MMA on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. We are everywhere. We post all the time. We always have results. Even join my ambassador page. Even though it's a shit post page now, it's kind of funny. Uh, it is funny. My memes are gold. So with that said, um, next week we're going to be giving away a shirt or a hoodie. I'm not sure yet. So tune in next week. Uh, we have a couple of big fighters on that also fought last week. I'm not going to tell you who they are. I'm going to make another poster, and we will have them on next week. A couple of weeks, I'll have John Doomer down here with a couple of Triforce guys. They'll be live in studio talking about the Enigma tournament where John Doomer will be grappling, combat jiu-jitsu grappling against Johnny Campbell. That's a huge, 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 huge matchup, which is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, with that said... We are out of here. Tomorrow, this podcast will be on YouTube. will be on NewEnglandMMA.org. It will be on all the podcast sites. So with that said, thank you. Good night. Adios. 